Hey, alrighty. Welcome to the neighborhood. No. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to another episode of This Is Marriage Podcast. I'm Ashley. You jumped the gun. No, I want to go first this time. You always go first. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, I guess I'm Porter. You I, guess? Well, I, I, you've you've thrown off my whole like <laughs> timing here. My whole rhythm is just <laughs> fucked up, right from the start. Anyways, this is uh, another episode of our podcast. This is marriage, and it's episode number seventeen. Holy shit balls! Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're almost at twenty. Yep, because seventeen is almost twenty. Yeah, I like math. <laughs> I can't believe we've been doing this for seventeen weeks. Technically eighteen weeks because yeah. we skipped a week in Tahoe. Yeah, we did. Wait, no, did you count? I I know that's correct. What I was saying. Did you count our bonus episode as a number episode or just no, a bonus? No, just a bonus. Oh, yeah. We published twice that week. Okay. So it wasn't... Yeah, so 18 weeks. Yeah, 18 weeks. Shit, That's son. like a six, It's five. like the longest time we've done anything without quitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, except marriage, except our well. relationship. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, anything started else, anything like, that we've talked yeah, about doing. Like, like, it'd be cool if we did this. Diets, gym. Yeah. Any any of those things lasted for about thirty six seconds. Yeah. So yeah, eighteen, seventeen, seventeen weeks, eighteen weeks, eighteen weeks, episode seventeen. Yeah, episode seventeen, eighteen weeks. Holy shit! Like that level of commitment is extraordinary. Yeah. I honestly don't know where it comes from because we are not committed people. Well, we're committed to each other. Right, but I mean, to anything else, like no, anything that takes even the least bit of effort. I mean, I guess we're committed to our dogs. We haven't gotten rid of them yet. Mm, yeah. We've had them for a year or two. So, you know, we do it. Um, we like it. This week on the podcast, Ash has new lashes, finally. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to use... I'm not going to tell them. You tell them how you <laughs> described yourself when you texted me when you were after your three-hour lash session was oh done. Oh, my God. They took so fucking long. And it's not like because my girl is bad or anything, but... It, Getting them done for the first time takes so fucking long. Did you even have any actual like real eyelashes to to glue onto, or did she just glue them straight to your eyelid? I had a lot of new eyelashes. If I had got them put back on right after I ripped them all off, then no, I had like <laughs> little much to glue to little like nubs. <laughs> but no, they're just so fucking blonde you can't see them. But yes, now I have prostitute lashes. She went very bold and yeah. very dramatic, which it might have been how she's like, do you want the same thing as you had before? And I'm like, yeah. And it's been like three months or something since I've had them. And so. Yeah. And did I didn't want to be the one to say that because I don't think you look like a prostitute, but that's, I feel like also unfair because I'm sure there are a lot of prostitutes that are very, you know, not prostitute you know? <laughs> yeah. That don't necessarily like look like the stereotypical prostitutes, and so I didn't want to, you know, stereotype some a sex worker looking a certain way. Yeah. So maybe like like Snooky or something like yeah, like a Jersey Shore girl. I mean, I guess the good thing about them being so fucking full is that when they fall out. I won't look like my eyelashes are balding by the time I need to get a fill. Just, and then next time I'll just be like, hey, let's not Jersey Shore it this time. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
couple levels down from that, and then we'll be good. Yeah, I feel like they're beautiful, but I, I know that you have been a little bit insecure about them. Well, I went from like day. zero to sixty. Yeah, zero to like a 80. lot. Yeah, but yeah. they look great. Thanks. They, but they are they're much noticeable. Are, <laughs> you find your eyes getting heavy, like you can't like stay awake or like look at things. <laughs> like it's an effort to even like open your eyes and just kind of always like. Walking around like you're high or just like. <laughs> Surprisingly, they're very low, light. Low How are you going to sleep tonight? Because you can't lay, lay sideways. It'd be like trying to like, no, almost just... like you have like a kickstand. Like if you were to try and roll over, <laughs> you've got these eyelashes that are going to prevent you from rolling onto your face. That you actually like physically can't roll back onto. See, and it sucks because I love sleeping on my face. And... <laughs> <laughs> We're putting a blanket on my face. We're putting like a sleep mask on, like an eye mask. But from the last time I had them, I just have to make like a little C out of my hand and like cut my eye so I can you still get, lay like, on my side. You should get some special goggles that you can put on <laughs> while you sleep. Like <laughs> like I had to wear when I got my LASIK that you can like. You had to wear goggles when you slept? Didn't we? Didn't? I don't think I did. I don't remember. I'm sure I it had was to. like four years ago. Because I had to for like the first day or two, like in the shower <laughs> or whatever and i'm sure i had to wear like probably big ass swim goggles when i slept but you should get some so that you can sleep on your face without disrupting your massive eyelashes and then i can just get like tinted ones and so i won't have to wear my <laughs> eye mask to yeah. block the light out yeah, yeah. that's great <laughs> yep so um i'm still unemployed in yep. case you're wondering nobody has asked but uh in case that's what you're thinking, like wondering, yeah, I'm still still gainfully unemployed, and I'm enjoying that. Last week, guys, I was dad of the year. I was like the fucking boss of. <laughs> I almost said, "Who's the boss?" <laughs> um, I barely set it down. It's heavy. It's fine, dude. <laughs> so, our daycare was closed for the week, and Ash has a job. Yep, I do. <laughs> she has work. Still. She has responsibilities and demands on her time. And so it was my privilege then to be able to get to spend and, and I'm not being like facetious at all. Like I know it sounds like that. Like it comes across as me being like the sarcastic asshole. But I'm really not. Like it really was a privilege to to be able to spend a week at home with the boy and take care of him from, you know, all day long. Because that's not an opportunity I think a lot of working parents get is a week at home with their baby so yeah. it was he survived it you survived I it. i survived it and it's actually i, I think, survived it well of course you did. you were at work well but i mean like i i didn't feel I like, like i'd be it. a great housewife oh yeah i've told you that like i vacuumed all the time. like garbages and cleaning and shit like i know You're we went on like a build trip to me. the cabela's and we looked at the fishes yep so um you'd be a way better housewife than i would be well just make it happen i'm working on it um if y'all want to contribute to make porter a full-time housewife fund <laughs> you can venmo us yeah i think we will have to start like a patreon or something where people like pay us a dollar a month to to keep help this me podcast. i'm poor <laughs> yeah. um and i think it's gonna be a little bit hard taking him to daycare tomorrow i think it's gonna be a little bittersweet like yeah, I'll have the time to to do some of the things that I needed to do. I didn't do a lot of the my freelance stuff that I did. Um, so that that kind of fell behind. And so I've got a whole shitload of of 
writing to do this week. Um, some clients are looking for some stuff for me. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be hard taking him to daycare tomorrow. So Yeah, it's going to be hard picking him up from daycare yeah, this week. You've been off the hook for that. You haven't had to make that stuff I know, for a week. it's been nice. I've just been able to go straight home. Yeah, come home, and I'm wearing an apron. and Nothing but nothing an apron. Nothing but an apron, which is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I have this like, hairy back and hairy ass hanging out the back of this <laughs> apron. What a visual. Apron, yeah. <laughs> um, which I, I'm sure isn't sanitary either to be having me cooking dinner no. with chest hair and all sweat. kinds of sweat falling into your food. Mm. Um. <laughs> we get enough hair in our food from all of our animals. Between our animals and me. If you come over and our house, <laughs> if, yeah, <laughs> if you come over to our house for a meal, I pretty much guarantee you'll have multiple uh, animal hairs, hairs in it. In your hairs in your food <laughs> we we actually just start using it as part of our recipe like if they don't fall in organically <laughs> we, we actually them add them in yeah <laughs> so this just reminded me of it i was making cookies the other day and we have a little tub where our flatter flatter our flour goes in and they're cute but they're stupid because they're tiny so they hold like two cups of flour and so i had to go to our big bag of flour that's in our pantry it's at the very bottom, like floor level on our pantry. And instead of like me pulling it out to s- properly scoop the flour, I just kept like trying to get the flour out and then thus. Like sp- with your hands? No, it has the scoop in there. Oh, okay. But I kept like the scoop kept hitting things and so flour would spill. <laughs> it was like the horrible boss's like cocaine moment yeah. of. <laughs> trying to sift the the flour back into the jar and so our pantry's in our kitchen it has a door on it and so big clumps of dog hair get stuck under there and we hardly ever clean that out because we're horrible disgusting people and i don't remember if i dropped the scoop or what happened but (laughs) all of a sudden (laughs) there was this clump of dog hair in the flour (laughs) Do you remember that long ass hair I pulled out of the baked cookie? Yes. Like it wasn't even in the dough. It was like fucking like sticking out like this little flag sticking out of this cookie. I didn't want to tell you that's probably where it came from. Well, I'm, I, baby, I'm, I'm putting two and two together here and realizing that your, your shitty flour process probably led to so I, the I, large hair in our cookies. I picked the clump out. But there's so many different colored oh animal hair. <laughs> Guys, if we ever invite any of you over to our house for eat, just come over and drink with us because, you know, that's fine. Just bring your own prepackaged and just say, food. Yeah, you're on a dietary restrictions. You're all on keto and bring your own goddamn meals because you don't want to eat anything here. And for those of you who keep your kitchens clean enough where if your kid accidentally drops something on the floor and you can pick it up and eat it again, fucking be grateful because... There, nothing hits our floor and is redeemable. Like once it hits our floor, it's it's gone. It's dead. Doesn't mean I won't eat it. Well, I'm, we're animals. I, I think other people might not eat it, but other people might have standards. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, I don't even know what that would feel like to like give a shit about things, <laughs> <laughs> to go through life, caring, not, not apathetic. Yeah. So another uh, fun thing we did today <laughs> was. Oh, yeah, because Ash is off on Mondays, guys, by the way. Yeah. So, And I don't have a job. And so 
we have a essentially a three day weekend every week, mm-hmm. which is delightful. It is. It makes it really hard to go to work on Tuesdays. Yeah, it does for you. Um. So I, after my thirty seven hour lash appointment, <laughs> I. <laughs> it was a third, yeah. I got home, and we're like, okay. Rosie's been overdue on her shots for a couple months. Fenway's been overdue on his shots since like February. February. <laughs> but we can't take both the dog and the cat and the baby. To, I guess I could have driven separately and taken the cat and the baby, and you could have taken the dog. We could have taken the cat. We just put him in his kennel and put him on the seat next to the baby. Yeah, I know. I just. But that's, that's a lot. Because then it would just be easier for me to take both pets and you stay home with the baby yeah anyway but you can take fenway sometime this week yeah anyway so we needed to take rosie to get her shots but then she's been having this like foul odor coming from her and she's spayed and i don't know anything about dogs to this extent because i only had dogs growing up i've never had a dog as like an adult except for these dogs and where it's like been my sole responsibility to take care of them, and I'm like, oh my god, like, because if you if you any of you have had a cat, like a male cat, I think if they're not neutered, they can like spray. Maybe I feel if, like even if they are, because Fenway's neutered. Oh yeah, that's true. Podcat's neutered, and he still sprays. Anyways, it's a very disgusting smell. It's a very and, very distinct. Like it's yeah, its own. It's kind of fishy. <laughs> yeah. And. <laughs> So the stench has been coming from Rosie, and I'm like, oh my God, what's happening with her vagina? She has some, like, she's secreting some stench out of her. And I'm like, oh, that's nasty. But she's just a nasty dog. And so I was just like, well, we've kind of come to terms with the fact nasty. that she's disgusting. Yeah. But then last night, it was, oh, it was overwhelming. It was bad. And I'm like, all right, we need to do something about this. She might have, like, doggy gonorrhea or something <laughs> and like a, a doggy yeast infection Ew, yeah and so i look it up gonorrhea. and i'm like i'm like how do i even search for this like my dog has With a, a stinky vagina and i think that's pretty much what i googled but then as as i started typing it it was like the suggestion was like dog's vagina smells fishy and i'm like oh yeah fishy's a good way to put it and then i searched that and then it's like talking about your dog's butt being fishy. And I'm like, maybe it's your butt. And then it talks about anal glands. And I'm like, oh my God. She needs to have her anal glands squoze. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they get fishy. Yeah. And Which I feel like I should have known that because I remember with my other dog growing up, you know, as a child, my dad taking the dog to the vet and having its anal glands. See, and I've heard that. Reduced? No. I don't expressed. think expressed. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I don't think it squozing is the, the <laughs> clinical term. I know. Can you squeeze my dog's butthole? <laughs> um. So yeah, I had never. I mean, I've heard. I know that you have to do that, but I didn't know that if you didn't do it, you get this like foul yeah. smelling. Makes me think we maybe need to take aspen and have her anal glands expressed. Yeah, squeeze her butthole juice out. <laughs> is it weird that I, i'm curious about like how much because then they said that they had to come out and spray perfume on rosie because oh, God. as soon as they got done with the process rosie like sat in her own like anal secretions yeah this is fucking disgusting i'm sorry <laughs> I'm guys not. really don't don't give up this is not the point of today's conversation but uh 
Yeah, she sat in it, so the lady comes out, and at this point, Rosie is hiding her ass from yeah. this woman, and she's like, I'm trying to spray some butt perfume on her because she sat in it right after I squoze it out. And it makes me think, how much was there that like she could like sit down? Have you ever got her out of her kettle in the morning and there's like wet spots? Constantly, every I day. I think it's either because she is, her butt's leaking. Because it, it has to come out. That's why it's stinky. Yeah. But- I don't. I think it's that it comes we out. Wash her bed. Yeah, or burn it. <laughs> I think it comes out, and then she like licks it until it's like this wet. And then she licks our baby. Yeah. Oh my god. And you. Yeah, my and open me. mouth. Ew. <laughs> god. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's been our week, guys. So. <laughs> so we. She has a clean, anal gland. Yeah. And hopefully, won't be stinky from it for a minute. For a minute, she's she's an interesting animal, but we love her. Okay, yeah. Should we move on? Should we? Uh, should we do this? Let's do the damn thing. All right. Do you want? Do you want? Why don't you go ahead and take a? Why don't you introduce this today's topic, tonight's podcast? We are talking about time, like time with each other, how to create time, or make time, not create, create time. it. How to create time? How to make time for each other? How to know if you're spending too much time together. Which is a weird thing to think about, like, that that's possible in a relationship that you're, like, spending too much time. Yeah. But I think it is. We'll talk about that. Um, And then kind of, um, like, a balance, like, a, a work-life balance with your relationship, but then also, like, a balance between being a couple and then being... Individuals. Two individuals. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is funny because Ash and I have ceased to be individuals years ago. I, I don't remember when that formal, like, are you going to poop? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Well, that just happened. Um, I don't remember when we stopped being individuals and just became Ash and Porter the couple. You know, I don't. I don't think there was like a, a definitive. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. I don't think there was like a. Def- I'm gonna just. You just need to walk away for a second, and I'm. I'm gonna just have to carry us. If you guys have never, well, most of you have never experienced one of Ash's laughing attacks. They're fucking delightful. I got. I've never had one before, and then when I was pregnant, I got them all the time. Oh my god! Oh, it makes my face like hot. <laughs> Do you need? Why don't you take take a lap, buddy? I'm okay. I'm okay. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, she's like sweaty, like red faced, and like flushed. Um. Anyway, what? So what we we wanted to talk about, and okay, and this is stemmed from a couple of different comments we've had from from people who listen to the show, listen to the podcast. Um. Sorry. <laughs> Is you know I I and I think that that's it's an important thing to to talk about and to th- be thinking about is as a couple, it's so easy to get caught up in like day to day life and all the the bullshit and things that we have to go through that it's easy to kind of forget about your significant other and your partner and to make time for them. And I'm not just talking about like sex, but like just to have things in common to spend time with each other. But I also think that that can go the opposite direction. And I, I think Ash and I have experienced this to a certain extent as well, 
where you have kind of you you don't have other friends or other hobbies and it's just exclusively like the two of you and so that's all your your world consists of is you and your significant other and i think that can be problematic as well i think that has its own set of problems right yeah so ash you uh you did some actual research today so like bravo like well done for you golf clap um why don't you tell us some of the things that you learned well which one do we want to start because i don't want to try and talk about both at the same time so you want to do too much time or not not enough time um let's do too much time got too much time on my hands now let me ask you this because on our facebook page we put this this survey out and someone actually commented and i thought this was interesting she said that she doesn't think it's possible for there to be too much time together oh i i disagree yeah so she says i don't think there's such thing as too much time together as long as your relationships with other people, friends, extended family, et cetera, are not suffering because of it. So I guess that's kind of like a double thing. Like yeah. if you are spending so much time together that you don't have your own friends and you don't see family and you don't do anything that's not just like you and your significant other, then that could be a problem. But if you're doing, making sure that you're still like, I guess nurturing these other relationships, then in that case, then no, according she believes that it's not possible to spend too much time together. So what are your thoughts? Oh, Tell I me. disagree 100%. There's very much, you can spend too much time together and it's like detrimental. It doesn't matter if you're, in my opinion, it doesn't matter if you're still seeing these other people, you are ceasing to be two separate people. If, you're hanging out with your friends with your significant other. You're hanging out with your parents, with your siblings, with coworkers. All together, you have turned into one person. And you are not an individual anymore. You don't do... Even if you have the same hobbies, you're not being an individual. You... You just need space from each other. Yeah. Like, I, I remember being little, especially during the summer, because I was always, like, a... I didn't have, like, a group of friends that I hung out with. I had multiple friends, but I would all hang out with them individually. Right. Never together, all yeah. all of you, like, all five of you, be, like, you with one, then another day you with the other, then another day with the other, right? Like, yeah. Okay. But my best friend when I was younger lived across the street from me, and so we hung out, like, every single day. And like all day long. And even if you like, like she was my best friend, I like wanted to hang out with her and vice versa, but we would get sick of each other where these little tiny things that wouldn't normally bug us would start to bug each other. Okay. And then it would like turn up to turn, like turn into this big thing where all these like things would start bugging us and then all of a sudden we're fighting right and we like wouldn't normally fight but since we're spending so much time together it created this like bottleneck effect no that, that makes sense and now that you say that like i know you know i've seen that like with ellie and her friends is when i lived at my dad's house 
she had a girl across the street similar to yours where they were together like constantly. Mm-hmm. But after a couple of days of that, all of a sudden they're bickering over just stupid shit. Yeah. And then eventually someone's feelings get hurt. Someone leaves crying. And then like they have some separation. And then like six hours later, they're back to being like best friends. Yeah. Well, it was the same thing when we went to Tahoe. We had to sit Ellie down and say, okay, you and Timothy are going to be spending the yeah. next five days together with no breaks. You need to make space for each other because yeah. you're going to get sick of each other. Yeah, and they, they, they were able to to do that. Have you ever been like sick of me where you're just like, hey, I need some space. Like, you need to get out of the house or I need to get out of the house. Like, what, what does that feel like? How do, you, how do you notice in our relationship when we've been together for too long and you need some space? You need to time where out. Where everything you do bugs the living fuck out of me. I feel like that's every day, all no, the time. No, it's not. Like... When things that don't normally bug me start to bug me, when it's like, you like if I'm on the couch and you're on the couch next to me and I can like hear you breathing, <laughs> like, <coughs> and it even says that in like one of these like examples, like, oh number two, you hate the way your partner breathes. That's when I finally realized it was time for me to move out of my dad's house. Is, I mean, you should always move out of your parents' house <laughs> as quickly as you can, but. After my divorce, I was living with my parents and it got to the point where I would focus so much on watching my dad eat and mm-hmm. how he sounded as he ate yeah. his food. And I still haven't like recovered. Like it still annoys me to oh, no end. Yeah. But I have that, whatever that thing yeah. is. Yeah. And I don't, and I'm normally pretty chill about it, but like, does it trigger you? Like when he, when we go over to the house for dinner, oh, yeah. like, do you like just have to like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. It doesn't, I don't want to say like triggers because I don't like that Trigger, word. Yeah. But I, I have You're to like aware of it. Oh, absolutely. And <laughs> so, I have to like <laughs> try and do everything I can to like block it yeah. out. And so I got to the point where I would sit there at each mill, kind of like the the telltale heart, like just sit there and just focus on nothing but like his mouth. And like I couldn't even like pay attention to anything else that was going on in the world around me because I was so focused on his mouth while he was eating mm-hmm. that I finally was like, I need to move out before something bad happens and I were in this relationship. So what are some of the other things, Ashton, that uh, you, you've got like an article there or something, right? Yeah. Um, so this one, and we, I kind of talked about this. Your friends start referring to you as one person because if you're only ever together, I mean, only ever hanging out with these friends or family members as a couple, It it's kind of like, oh, I wonder what Porter and Ashley are doing. Oh, Porter and Ashley, Porter and Ashley. Like, it's never like, oh, I'm going to call Ash. Yeah. Or I need to see if Porter wants to get dinner. Rosie's snoring. So you don't, you don't exist in people's minds as an individual. Yeah. Okay. And I, this was probably a whole nother podcast, but kind of the same thing with like, joint facebook accounts oh god <laughs> i don't know if you guys can hear that or it's not so loud i almost feel like we should put add, a microphone, a microphone <laughs> and put it on her so you guys can hear rosie snoring <laughs> poor fat dog her sleep apnea we gotta give her a mask oh why don't we just use the one that all right passive aggressive <laughs> moving on um and it, it it's kind of because number two is like, you hate the way they breathe, and it's, it just says you find yourself getting mad or irritated 
for no reason. It's. <laughs> Can you wake her up? <laughs> Rosie. Throw... Rosie. Rosie. Hey. You're snoring. <laughs> God. This um, podcast is a shit show. <laughs> but this one says, like, the whole cliche that there can be no rainbow without the rain. Like, you can't appreciate someone truly. If they never leave your side. Yeah, it's like um, when I went with my mom to St. George for the weekend, I was, like, excited for it. And I, like, obviously wanted you to be there with me. But I'm like, oh, this is the first time that I've even had the opportunity to miss you. Yeah. Like, no, I love it when you go out of town. Like when you like you've gone to St. George or California, these things. Like I'm always like down for you to leave for a weekend or a couple of days, just because it does give me that chance to miss you. Whereas like when we're home, we spend so much time together. Like every single night, you know, we don't really have hobbies. Like our hobbies are watching reality TV together. Yeah, and so we don't really have things that take us away from each other. And God forbid, like we go to the gym. Uh-uh. But we don't really have things that take us apart, you know. Yeah. Especially where I'm not working right now, and so. Yeah, I do. I do kind of enjoy the fact that there are, those those times when, you know, you have things come up and you get to go. Yeah. Well, and same here. I love my alone time, and. So it can definitely be hard. Yeah, and I think, you know, and this wasn't initially what we talked about, but I think this absolutely extends to your children as well. Um, like we were talking about last night, we watched Room. Oh yeah, God and damn. if you guys haven't seen Room, night before last. Oh yeah, night before last. You're right. Um, if you guys haven't seen Room, it's this movie, and I don't know how much to give away, but this girl is kidnapped as a 17 year old, and forced to live in the shed, and she conceives of a son with her kidnapper. And at the time that this movie like takes place, her son is already five years old. So at the time that you know the, all this is going down, she has been inside this room without having ever left it for seven years. And five of those years have been spent with her son. So it just was like, as much as you know, you, you love your children, you love your baby, like, can you even imagine spending every minute of every day for years at a time trapped in the same room with your your kid. I can't even imagine that like Wild's only 10 under, months, only 11, almost 11. Yeah. Yeah. And when he naps, I'm like, "Oh, thank God." Yeah. I can like go do something. Yeah. But like I wouldn't be able to do certain things like that if he was in the same room as me. Like I can't imagine like not having space whatsoever right being in the same room as your child for five years oh i'd go fucking insane for your child's entire life you've spent every waking minute with them and and sleeping minute (laughs) (laughs) every minute yeah (laughs) and and i think that a lot of parents feel guilty about this or think that they should be feel guilty about like not wanting to spend time with their kids like i don't think it's a matter of like i don't want to be around my kids or not but like for your the sake of your own sanity and theirs, like you have to have your your time, same as you do from your spouse or your significant other. You have to 
find ways to make time to get away from them and I guess especially if it's been a long relationship rediscover who you are and rediscover what your interests are because it's so easy and it has been for me it's been so easy to just kind of forget about all the things that you used to do and just focus solely on this relationship that you're in and you kind of feel bad because you love this person you want to spend time with them and so it's like, oh, I want to go do this thing that's going to take me away from them. I think it's easy to feel guilty about that and be like, no, I just, I don't want to be away from you. I'll just stay home or I'll just yeah. skip this. And you've always been super supportive of that, like with my fishing and stuff where you're like, yeah, no, fine, go, get out, go do what you need to do. And most of the time it's me that, that opts not to, um, cause I don't like being apart, you know, from you and, and the baby but that's healthy, right? Like you have to you have to find hobbies and you have to find things that take you away. And Ash made a very good point. Like you can't miss somebody if they're never apart from you. Yeah. Well, and this is another cliche, but it's like you can't, and we've both been like guilty of this, of um, quitting things that we liked. Like when we first started dating, we both went to the gym. Like that was part of our, our lifestyle. And slowly the more time we spent together the less time we made for the gym and other things and um like friends and stuff like that but you can't love someone if you don't love yourself and part of loving yourself is taking time for yourself and taking time to do things to better yourself whether it's going to the gym or going fishing, or going to an art class, or going to yoga, like, all those things, like, are going to be therapeutic in some way or another, because they're doing something, you're doing something that you love, and it makes you feel good, and it's helping build your character. Right. And so, if you neglect yourself, then slowly you're going to start neglecting your partner not on purpose but it's just you you get lazy with this and then that rolls over to getting lazy about this thing and then you stop doing this thing and then slowly you kind of are just cohabitating absolutely yeah and i think that 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 can totally happen whether you know if you're not paying enough attention like it it kind of sneaks up on you or all of a sudden you're like oh shit like you know I resent this person and it's just bad. Yeah. Um, And that's another thing that this article says is you kind of neglect everything else in your life to put all of your time and energy into this relationship. And so like their examples are obviously like, it's kind of like a more funny article, but Oh, you go home and your power power was shut off because you forgot to pay your electric bill. And I don't think anyone would be so distracted with a new relationship that they would forget to pay their <laughs> electric so, bill. I'm just so in love that I can't focus on my teeth have all rotted <laughs> out of my face because I can't spare I can't think about anything but you. But it says like like if your your work or your schoolwork is 
falling behind because oh, I don't want to take the time to go to the library to study or I don't want to stay late at work to work yeah. on this project. I'd rather spend time with you or, oh, I don't want to do the laundry because I want to spend time with you or I want well, to go to... We don't do laundry just because we don't do laundry. Like, yeah. I, I would love it if we use that excuse of I don't want to do laundry because it takes me away from you. Yeah. But, but in, in all honesty, though, like in all seriousness, like that's something that I really struggle with because most of my work is done from home. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy, like at night, we put the baby to bed and normally, you know, I'd be like, okay, well, I got to go spend a couple hours in the basement writing. I got some, some clients that need some stuff. And then by the time dinner's over and we've bathed the baby and put him to bed, like that's the last thing in the world that I want to do is take time away and go work. And so my work absolutely does suffer because I'm home and I don't want to take that time and go or I, I, you know, I feel guilty because I'm, you know, we haven't seen each other all day because of work and I want to be together, even if it's just us sitting together watching TV while we play on our phones, that I feel guilty by going downstairs and going into to work. So I think at the end of the day, I, I think that, and this is kind of more, I guess, in response to someone that messaged me directly. I think that it is possible to spend too much time together, especially even though you love each other and you feel like you want that time. I definitely, like Ash said, like you have to make time for yourself. Like you have to find your own hobbies, your own things that, you know, kind of get you off and like you get you going and things that make you, you, because that's what this person loves, right? This person loved you and that's why they are with you. But if you cease to be you and you just become like the shell of who you were because you don't live your life anymore, then I think that's when the problems start because, you know, this person didn't fall in love with this other person, right? Does yeah. that make sense at all? Yeah. I, well, I, I've almost finished my my double tall cocktail. So. Double tall. <clears throat> well, and I know for me personally, like stopping doing certain things that make me feel good um like going to the gym i when i stop doing um like like when i stopped exercising that was the one of the biggest things that hell has helped my depression and anxiety more so my depression. It, I don't really feel like it helps my anxiety, but, um, and my confidence, like I have a lot of issues from just being an insecure person, but then like past relationships have made these a lot worse that made me feel better all around. And then, so once I stopped doing that, then my depression and my insecurities are slowly going to come back out and they're going to eventually have an impact on our relationship and so it's not just like oh you should do these things because you need to be an individual but if you have any type of issues so to speak they're going to uh i don't know how to say it like resurface yeah and it's yeah they're gonna they're going to come back and, and possibly even be worse than before. Yeah. Like all of a sudden you're 
you don't want the person to go anywhere. You don't want your spouse or yeah. your significant other to leave because, oh, well, why does he want to go? Like, yeah, what? What am I not good enough? You don't want to yeah. hang out with me? Like, if you have insecurities and you're not necessarily taking any time to do anything for yourself, you are going to get suspicious or weird or... Well, and I don't want to beat this point up too much, but you, what you just said totally reminded me of, of a situation where it's easy to say, I'm sacrificing the things that I love for this relationship. Like, sure, do I want to go to the gym? Absolutely. Do I want to go to, like, paint classes or go fishing or go backpacking? Of course I do. But I'm sacrificing those things for the relationship because you, I love you and I want to spend time with you. Why is it then that you don't sacrifice for me? Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm giving up my hobbies and my passions, but you're still going out and living your life and doing your shit. And I think that is is the quickest way to to a resentful relationship is having one person trying to to live their lives and be fulfilled in themselves and, and make themselves happy. Whereas the other person is living only for what they think their partner wants. Yeah. And then that resentment happens because they're, they don't feel like it's an equal relationship that want, they're more committed than their partner. When in reality, I think you're exactly right. Ash, where you said like, if you're not taking care of yourself and you're not loving yourself and showing and giving, you know, helping yourself be, your happiest best self then you can't possibly be there for your partner or your kids or like, your kids you can't you're and not going to so, be the best version of you for the people you love and so if you think about it that way like the person who's the most involved in the relationship and who's the most committed to or invested in the the success of this relationship is going to be the person who is trying to be the happiest best self that they can be and that means self-care yeah so and I think there's a line to that too. Like if you have a partner who's so selfish and just completely caught up on themselves, they don't give a shit about you because they're only living their lives and and they're doing their thing. Or they're you know, doing your things expense. to avoid spending time with you. Or right. their, their idea of having me time is going out to the bar every night. Like right. That's obviously... That's, that's going to be harmful <laughs> to relationships. Yeah. So let's pivot Ash a little bit and talk about what it looks like to have um, the opposite problem is when, and I think this is probably more common, um, not having enough time together. And I'm going to turn to, if you're okay with it, uh, a couple of stories or you know examples from our Facebook that people have commented in on mm -hmm. uh, that I think really kind of drive this point home. Um, and, and a lot of it has to do with work. And you and I, I think, are very fortunate that we have such similar work schedules. Even when I had a job, we had almost the exact same work schedule. Like we'd yeah. get up together, we'd take the baby to daycare, we'd come home around the same time, have dinner together, go to bed together. Like even at your last job even before weekends. we even had the baby. Yeah. Like yeah. we've always pretty much had the same schedule. And I know like with your dad in previous relationships, like that's been a huge issue is oh, my days off are like Monday and Tuesday. My days off are Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. Well that means that we never are going to have a day off together. Yeah. Um, so this is what someone commented on our, uh, on our Facebook. I'm going to try and, and abbreviate or summarize, I guess, paraphrase this for you. So I'm not just reading it word for word. So she's talking about her and her fiance, which I, I think they're getting married soon. So congratulations to you guys. You know who I'm talking about, um, on your, 
upcoming nuptials. <laughs> um, says he works Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And I work Thursday through Monday, 8 p.m. to 4.30 a.m., which fucking oh, wow. kill me. Yeah. Um, I guess once you're there at work, it's not that big of a deal, but fuck. I don't know how I'd come home at 4.30 a.m. and try and get any sleep. Right. While it helps with money because I make more overnight and we can avoid daycare, it takes its toll on our relationship. We've always spent so much time together, and now that we get just an hour or two in the evening, it leaves us frustrated. He has his PC games. He plays at nights while I'm working, but I try to nap and do household stuff while I'm home. I miss having hobbies, and I miss spending all my time with him. We've said it to each other. The more we spend apart, the more we fight. When we're together a lot, we're best friends, and we laugh all the time. I'm ready for that again. And I think that, like you said, Ash, before where you were realizing that, like, we'd been spending too much time together because you wanted to, like, rip my head off over, like, nothing. Yeah. I think the opposite is also true is when you spend no time together then you're going to fight just as much. Yeah. And you're going to still have have some of those issues. Um, another one from our Facebook wall. And if you ever want to join this, it's it's free. You can just go to This Is Marriage Support Group on Facebook and, and request to join. And Ashley or I will approve you post, ha- post haste. She approved. Approved. It's a movie reference of the night. Ten a little tough. Ten points for those of you who know what movie that is, because I am fucking lost. It um Night at the Roxbury. Really? When he calls the credit card lady that he flirts with. Uh huh. When they're in the gas station getting the fluffy whip or whatever they call oh, it. Oh yeah. He gets off the phone and goes to the cashier and goes, She approved and then he like jumps up and goes right in his face and goes, Approved <laughs> Will Farrell? No, no, the little one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. I know. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Um, okay, so this one says, Mondays through Fridays, my wife and I are both at work between 6 a.m. to 5-ish p.m. Kids are in daycare, so when I get home, we spend time as a family trying to get dinner ready for the family. Our daughter gets ready for bed around 8, so from 8 to 10 is essentially the only time we get together with the inclusion of our son nursing. Weekends are play it by ear. We do as much as we can to spend time together. But since moving almost three years ago, we don't know many people and rarely do a date night. That would be really hard to live in a place if you don't have family yeah. and you've got kids and you don't have friends to ever be like, hey, let's go out. Yeah. We can't because we have two kids. Like what? What? I don't even know how you how, – how would you make time, Ash, in that situation for each other? Like what would you say to this person who is kind of like stuck? Um, I've got a, a article thing. And this one I had to like look up because we don't really have this problem, so I didn't have any like. Yeah, fuck you guys that don't see your spouses. Like... I know we see each other too much. <laughs> oh God. But uh, these are just. <laughs> so this says, take stock, have conversations with your partner about how you spend your time each week. So kind of. Write down everything you do, which he he did for us. Um, create your time wish list. So brainstorm activities you would like to do together if you had more time, and then prioritize them. 
says don't forget sex because as much as people joke about like setting schedules or put it on my calendar like for having sex hey you gotta do what you gotta do so if that's what you gotta do to fit it in then no i totally that way both both of you are on the same page and it's not like one person's all like been expecting this moment's all like hot and ready and that person's like yeah i'm i've got shit to do like i'm I'm, tired i'm not there with you like we're on different schedules yeah um and then they number three identify what you can change for instance take a personal take personal or vacation time to spend the day together without kids um adjust work schedules go in earlier and come home earlier or vice like go in later come in go in later so you can spend time in the morning together and then work later uh, limit the number of activities the kids participate in, and I guess that's, you know, depending on your kids' ages. Establish cutoff times for electronics in the evenings, computer, cell phone, Facebook. Hire a babysitter more often or trade off babysitting with friends. Pay someone else to clean or do chores. And this one's my personal favorite. Lower your standards about the neatness of the house. Could we go lower? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess we don't live in complete squalor. I mean, we do dishes once in a while, and our laundry's clean. It's in a basket in our room. It'll just be in a basket for the next two weeks. Or or we could just move it to the floor. (laughs) And then they have number four is build time rituals. The fuck? Um create activities that you can build in habitually so you don't have to remember to make time they have examples are schedule a regular date night so every tuesday we're going on a date right um get up 15 minutes early and have coffee together at the end of each day spend 15 minutes together talking have a weekly lunch together Buy a subscription to the symphony or tickets to the ball game. I like that one because you're forced yeah, to go. Yeah, because you spend the money. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, once a month or however often. Yeah. Because like, my parents have uh, season tickets to Hell Theater. Yeah. And so they know that at least once every time a play comes out, a new play happens, which I don't know how often it is, a couple months, mm-hmm. um, they go to a play together and yeah. it's, it's on the books. They bought the tickets. Like, there's no... It's scheduled. It's done. Yeah. Well, and if you don't know, you're losing out on money. Right. Well, and this, our podcast is like our version of that. Oh, absolutely. Like we know because of our, our audience that every Monday night we have to sit down and, and have a conversation because Tuesday morning, God damn it, people are expecting yep. something from us. And you know what? I appreciate you guys being so needy. <laughs> it forces us to <laughs> stick to a schedule. Yeah. It forces us to care. And then... Their last example was go to bed together at night and cuddle. Oh, have oh, a cuddle. cuddle. Um, number five, plan ahead. Make time a priority. So just as you would with getting the kids to school or going to work, you're, you have to make time together as important as doing anything else yeah. that you would have priority and in. That, that's a really good point because I think that like if people are like, oh, my kid has soccer – you would find a way to get your kid to soccer practice yeah. every night. Like, we're going to make this commitment. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we'll, you know, I think most people are like, yeah, we can figure it out. Mm-hmm. If you can figure out how to get your kid to soccer practice, you can figure out how to, like, have dinner with your spouse. Yeah. Unless, of course, like in the, the first story, one person is at work and the other person is at home. Like, yeah. Obviously, you can't do anything about that. But, I mean, maybe – Use a day of PTO. Right. Both use a day of PTO, like on a Tuesday or something, right. where kids that. are at school or daycare, and then you 
yeah spend time together a month or two um you know i'm thinking about the how it talked about and it reminded me of us in a little bit because we didn't used to give wild baths every single night it was Mm kind of like oh shit well he has to get a bath tonight he hasn't had one in a couple days so we've got to do it tonight yeah well that was before he started really eating right but what i'm saying is i remember at the time being like we don't have fucking time for this like we're so busy and then when it got to the point where he was eating table food and and making more of a mess and was constantly needing you know was getting to the point where he needed a bath every night not only because he was dirty but also as part of like his sleep schedule yeah that's what really did it was we were trying to get him on a get him to sleep through the night it just happened like we managed to do it we found the time mm-hmm. and it just happened yeah you know so i think that you know where before i was always like this is i don't know how people ba- bathe their kids every night we started bathing him every night and it worked yeah well and um our friend ashley her favorite thing is make a make a way not an excuse because yeah. it's so easy to be like i don't have time yeah that's like the biggest easiest to go to excuse out there i don't have time no you have the time you just are not making it a priority like you and i both have plenty of time each day to go to the gym yeah do we make it a priority no No. because we watch tv because we stay up till 11 o'clock midnight can't wake up in the morning yeah so i mean it's the people who do all these things they don't have more hours in a day like, <laughs> have you seen the meme that's like, you and Beyonce have both have the same number of hours in a day. Like, you can do, you can do just as you much as be, she can. You can be Beyonce. Yeah. Well, you can but also, be I guess, and, and and I think that, um, a good way to think about this, if you, it, it, I wouldn't recommend the entire book, but there are definitely sections of Tim Ferriss's, uh, four-hour work week. That can definitely apply to to you. Part of it, Nash mentioned this, is like hiring out people to clean your house. Like if that's a big time suck where you're constantly like, fuck, I wish we could go do stuff together, but I have to do uh, the dishes or I have to do laundry or I have to do this other thing. It might be worth the investment to pay somebody to come to your house and do those chores for you so that you can free up that time for something that's more valuable spending time with your your spouse yeah well and darren and tara are friends yeah did that they and it's not even anything big he's like he's like i started and he's a cheap bastard no the cheapest and he's he's like no i i uh hire someone just to come in every day and just clean up the kitchen that's it wipe down the the counters the mood the the way that that changes your mood oh yeah and your whole outlook on the day, having a clean kitchen, or like for me, it's like vacuum carpets. Like if the carpets are looking okay mm-hmm. and the kitchen is clean, like I'm in, I'm in cloud nine. I'm in a great place. Oh yeah, that's how. If I knew that I want to get some brownie points with you, I'll just vacuum before you get home. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But uh. But yeah, so sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But outsource some of those things, like yeah. And he he said it's you made. You don't it... necessarily need like a personal assistant. But outsourcing some of those those things that are interrupting you or keeping you from spending that time together, mm-hmm. you know, it might be worth the investment to, to get someone in to come help you. Yeah. And so this says along with plenty head, like just like you would if you were like meal prepping or whatever, 
um, sit down like Sunday nights and look at your upcoming week and figure out what your schedules are like and when you can create time or look at your work schedule and be like, oh, well, my Thursday is pretty slow. What about, what if I leave work an hour early or do you think you can take a long lunch and we can go have lunch together? Or work through your lunch and leave a half hour or an hour earlier. Yeah. And then this last one says, share gratitude. It says, don't take time for granted. We have 24 hours a day, but we never know for how many days. Show your partner you are grateful for your relationship, your life together, your family. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's something we try and try and always do. Is... Yeah. I think we're very quick to express gratitude. Mm-hmm. Almost like a ridiculous amount. Like, thank you for having sex with me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is something both of us have said. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know, is I, stupid. I appreciate you willing to jump my bones this evening. So thank you for that sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I don't want to end this and sound like we're coming off as being critical to people who, who literally don't have the time. Like, I, I think that you have time... I've always believed that you have time for what you make time for, but once you have a kid and then, or a second kid or your work schedules overlap and you yeah. don't have the day days off together. Like I, I understand that that or you're working and in school or you're yeah. trying to move up your ladder at yeah. work. And, but I also think like we have plenty of other shit. Like for example, with this podcast, like Ash said, we have plenty of other shit that we could be doing. Like I have clients that are looking for work for me. Ash could be, blogging or doing other stuff we could yeah. always just be sitting around watching tv but yeah there's nights with like this is all we look forward to and then there's nights where it's like Ugh, we have to do this yeah but then like once we get started it's like oh cool this is fine this is fun you know and so ash mentioned um scheduling sex and i, I think you know a podcast even if you have no no intentions if you are struggling with time together or too much time apart you know um I think a podcast, honestly, it has been, I think, so good for us in our our relationship. Even if nobody ever listened to it, the fact that we get together for an hour or so every night or every Monday night and just talk and talk through some of our issues and talk about some of our personal shit, I think has made a tremendous impact on us. Yeah. And I don't even think you have to do like a podcast, but I know there's like relationship workbooks. And a lot of people would probably like roll their eyes the second I said that, but they sound silly, but it's essentially doing what we're doing. We're picking a topic and we're talking about them because we've learned, we've been together four years and we've learned a lot about each other and our views on things just from talking about issues that don't come up in day-to-day conversation. Oh, that's what I was going to say. You'd mentioned scheduling sex, schedule conversation, like schedule like we're going to sit and put our phones away and we're going to have it this half hour during the night yeah. to talk. We're going to turn the TV off. We're going to put our phones away and we're going to schedule conversation. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was saying. Like, yeah. I'm just saying like a workbook as far as like ideas go, but yeah, this has been Cause I think if, way helpful for our relationship. I've noticed that the more we leave to chance, like, hey, we should do this, the less it will ever happen. Like, if it's not something that's actually, like, scheduled. Well, then it just makes place, us feel shitty for not doing yeah, it. And it's so easy to find excuses, and it's so easy to do it 
So, um, I guess to, to summarize tonight's episode, if you feel like you are spending too much time together, that's a bad thing. Like if that's something you're aware of and that you can say like, yeah, we, we, I don't, I've given up on a lot of things. I don't do the things I love anymore. Like to me, that's a giant red flag that you need to, to, if that relationship is worth saving, you need to, to get some, some alone time, right? You need to get some space. Or if you don't know if you're spending too much time together, if your significant other has to go do something and you are left at home or whatever, and you're thinking to yourself like, what the, what the hell do I do with myself now? Like you yeah. don't know how to be, be by alone. yourself. Right. That's an issue. No, that's a great point. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, if you, if you're, your significant other like goes out to the bar and you're like, okay, well, what do I do now? Yeah. What do I like? You know, and you, you kind of are like forced to like rediscover who you are. Yeah. That, that might be a, a sign that you're spending too much time together. So, and then on the other end, I think if you are not able to get enough time and you're fighting because you don't know each other anymore and you don't have that time, you you have to just schedule shit in. Like, it sounds weird to, to get on a, your Google Calendar and, and schedule and send them an appointment time. But I, I think that, you know, we, we've had to do that periodically. I think it's it's absolutely essential to to make time when... If you just leave it to chance, something else will always come in the way. There will yeah. always be something else to do. Like you have work or you have the kids or you have sleep or you have laundry or chores or whatever. If you don't schedule that time, something else will always get in the way. Mm-hmm. Ash, yeah. I feel like we're kind of like killing this this wedding or this marriage thing, you know? Killing it. I think we're, we're kind of, kind of awesome. Yeah. So anything... Um, we're we're over an hour into it, babe. Anything else that you want to add? That you, where can people find us? The old book face. That's Facebook. Um. At this is marriage support group. Yep. If you want to join our group and give us feedback, our community. And, but then we also have a page. Uh, this is marriage podcast. And then we're also on Instagram at This Is Marriage Podcast. Yep. Um, you can email us. Yep. This is Marriage Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Good. Which I still don't think we've ever received we an have. email. Michael emailed us the one time, remember? Oh, no. I I thought I shared that with you. Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, guys. We really are um, extremely grateful for your time, for you guys giving us your attention and, and listening to this sometimes rambling nonsense. This Always Incoherent, rambling. you know, stuff that we're spewing. But uh, thanks for caring what we have to say. Yeah. And uh, again, comments, please uh, rate, review on the iTunes. Let us know what you think. Um, if you have uh, suggestions for future episodes or things that you would like to see us do differently to, to improve the show. We are always receptive to that feedback. So we love you. Thank you so much for, for your time tonight. This has been another episode of this is marriage podcast. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't have anything. Well, no, but this is where you would say your name. I'm Ashley. Cause you have to go first again. Remember? Okay. Why are you standing like Superman? Are you going to go fight crime after this? <laughs> I, th- I, I-
I feel like I'm having a hard time breathing. I've just become so fat that like just me sitting in a chair. So I'm like doing my Superman pose, to, like mm. prop myself up to try and like open up my lungs because I feel like I'm breathing heavy. If you feel like you have a hard time breathing from sitting because <laughs> you would rather not go to the gym and spend time with your spouse, then you're maybe being, you're spending too much time together. You might be spending too much time together. <laughs> All right. That's Ashley. That's Porter. This is Marriage Podcast. We love you. Long time. Bye. Bye. You love and no soul.